Good morning. And it's good to once again study the Psalms together. I hope you will enjoy this morning's devotion. Well, we're looking at uh, Psalm 115, and I want to read it in its entirety. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory. For the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness, why should the nation say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak, eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear, noses, but do not smell. They have hands, but do not feel, feet, but do not walk. And they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both the small and the great. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he has given to the children of man. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any who go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Well, the opening stanza, verses one to three, begins with, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name, give glory. Certainly, this is a call in general to seek the Lord's glory and not our own. But in context, it seems Israel's neighboring nations are mocking them and they're asking, where is your God? And the psalmist is asking that God will vindicate himself and act in such a way that he proves he is real, but not for the glory of his people, but for his glory alone. You see, Israel's neighbors could not imagine worshiping an invisible God, for they had idols. They had some sort of visual representation of their God or gods. But the Lord, Jehovah, would not and still will not allow idols because God cannot be represented by idols. God is not less real than an idol. To the contrary, he is infinitely more real, infinitely greater, infinitely higher, and any representation made by human hands is a gross misrepresentation of God. That's why God's second commandment in Exodus 20, verses four to six, is so strong. Let me read that for you. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me 
and keep my commandments. You see, God will not tolerate idols and they are useless anyway. That's why the psalmist declares in the second stanza of verses four to eight, they may have mouths, eyes, ears, noses, hands, and feet, but they do not speak, see, hear, smell, feel, or walk. Idols not only are useless and not only do they mislead the people, but verse eight, they draw the people down to their own useless level. Therefore, third stanza, verses nine to 11, the people of God should trust the Lord. The psalmist says three times that he is their help and shield. As numerous commentators point out, when God says something once, we should listen. If he repeats it, we should pay close attention. And if he repeats it three times, we should drop everything and give God our full attention and ponder and memorize and meditate upon and obey what he has said. So the question for us this morning is, do we trust the Lord? Do we trust him? Is he our help and shield? And why should we trust the Lord? Well, the next stanza, verses 12 to 15, make it clear that the Lord wants to and does indeed bless those who trust him and obey him. Three times it is said that the Lord will be our help and shield. But four times in verses 12 to 13, the psalmist says he will bless us. And notice verse 13, he will bless both the small and the great. I'm reminded here that salvation is available to all who will trust in Christ. It doesn't matter if you are poor or rich, uneducated or well-educated. It doesn't matter if you have low esteem or high esteem. It doesn't matter if you are overlooked or if you are popular. Anyone, small or great, who will humble themselves and trust in the grace of God in Jesus Christ can and will be saved. The Lord blesses both the small and the great. So how might we respond to the Lord's blessings? Well, verse 16 says the earth has been given to the children of man. That's our blessing. But it's also a way we can respond. We can thank the Lord by being good stewards of all he has given us. And instead of being greedy and selfish, we can use and share the earth's resources in a way that blesses others and honors God. And then verse 18, we can praise the Lord or bless the Lord from this time and forevermore. That is, we can praise and worship the Lord constantly in gratitude for all his blessings. Well, let us trust in the Lord, for he is our help and shield. He has blessed us, especially with salvation. And may we use his blessings to bless others and to honor God. And may we praise the Lord today and forevermore. Let's praise him now. Oh Lord, we come again to praise you. And we also come realizing that, that all idols are useless. But you, O oh Lord, are our help and shield. You've blessed us over and over again. You bless us and you offer salvation to all who trust in Jesus whether we are small or great in the world's eye. Oh Lord, we praise you for your blessings. And we ask that we would be better stewards 
of your blessings. Lord, help us take what you have given us and use it to bless others. And Lord, however we use your blessings, may it be clear that we understand those blessings come from you. May it be clear that we are grateful unto you. And it is our great joy to bring you honor and praise. Oh Lord, may we indeed praise you from this time forth and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may the Lord indeed bless you. May he walk with you in a special way this day. And may you use his blessings to bless others and honor and praise our Lord. God bless you all. Have a great day. Goodbye.